Good morning. Welcome to episode 118 of the Dumb Marks Podcast. Hope everybody's having a great Saturday morning. It is a little cold as shit here in Pittsburgh. Uh, don't know that's cold weather, but <laughs> ain't cold at all. It's glorious outside. So my normal routine is I get up, you know, I get up in the morning, I reach over, grab my phone, see if I have any notifications, yada, yada, yada. Then usually I open up Facebook or something like that and see what's going on. And the first thing that popped up was a street by my house uh, was like at 7 a.m. this morning. All these cars were pulled over because it looked like it was a sheet of ice. I was like, when did it do that? <laughs> like, is, that, that cold? is that cold outside? Yeah, it uh, is. It, right now it's saying it's 26 degrees outside. So. Mm-hmm. I, I know nothing. <laughs> you got to look out the window a little bit more. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cold. Black. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... That was definitely a little surprise for me this morning. I wasn't expecting that, so we'll see how we'll see how the rest of the day goes. I don't know if it it was looked like it was still snowing out. Don't know if that's going to continue on for the day, but hopefully not. I'm not a fan of this, so don't. I know this is what you enjoy, but yes, this is my summer to people. I like this. <laughs> I I can't tolerate that too much. Mm. <laughs> but how was how was everybody's week? Yeah, normal, long, like always. Here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta say thank you to uh Dave for having us on the Pro Wrestling Podcast, in my opinion, on Tuesday night. Uh so if you missed that, go back, watch that on all of our accounts, all of Dave's accounts on Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh talked about a lot of stuff going on, especially with the whole sale of WWE, but we had a good time on there. It's always a good time when Yes. When we hang out with them. Fun time. Fun time. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Even to go over a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> we got some comments already. Uh, what's going on, Nate? Hey, how Nathan, how's what's going on? Good to see you. <laughs> and then Ty's in the comments. We're not going to put that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how you doing today, Ty? <laughs> <clears throat> Guys, got anything for the intro? No. Absolutely nothing. All right. If we don't have anything, we can kind of get right into it because I think we got a lot of stuff to cover in pro wrestling this week. Yeah. Yes, we do. All right, let's do it. All right. Mr. Started. Top one. I didn't understand one word you just said. It, to be chewing. Before I said spring semester started. Okay. Uh, Yes, it is January. So, college, yeah, yeah that college. is right. Okay, we need it. We need the age range. Like a college student, am I? Good luck with the spring semester, Ty. Good luck. Mm-hmm. I remember those days, and I don't miss them at all. Oh, nah. You fail all your classes. <laughs> <laughs> If you ever need any help with tutoring, we know a person. <laughs> All right, so let's get into into Bell to Bell and the week in wrestling. Um, we're gonna try some try some things different here this week. Um, so we so there's usually four marks. Um, unfortunately, Steve's not with us at the moment. Hopefully, he'll be joining at some point. But we're gonna try to do something called like a Mount Rushmore. Um, so we're gonna take all of our ideas for the week of who we thought did good and all that um, and give you four topics with wrestlers this week we're going to discuss um, Dom and 
his after prison experience uh, <laughs> from this week on Raw. Um, over on Impact last night, Mickey James um, from AEW Dynamite, uh, Takashita and, da- and Brian Danielson from from Wednesday night, and from AEW Rampage, there was Ruby and Willow versus Anna Jay and Ty in their street fight. So four decent things. Um, not sure if we all saw everything from that, but um, let's start with Dom. Let's go with Dom. Dom. <laughs> Teardrop Dom. Jason, this week, this yeah, I was gonna say this was one that you and Steve both had. So mm-hmm. if you want to kick off, why, what you enjoyed this week with Dom? Since Thanksgiving, the presentation of Dom has been has been great. Between him, Corey having him up on commentary, he's been it's been entertaining to me. Still got to work on his in ring, but he's turning into something I can watch every week. Yes, he's starting into that entertainment person like uh, Santino Morella, like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, something I could tune into all the time. And don't have. I'm glad he's away from Ray. I know he's been away from Ray for a bit, but I'm glad he's away from Ray, so you don't get that Ray Mysterio Junior. Junior. title on him. Let him go out and do his own thing. Let him grow under some, you know, some veterans underneath their wing. Yeah, it's just like Jason, his presentation of all this stuff is great. Don't need to go into this, but Don, you brought him up. So you mentioned Santino Morella, and Santino Morella returned into Impact last night and is now their director of authority. So I missed it. Yeah, so he's going to be around. I don't know if this is going to be permanent or if maybe like they'll do new directors at wherever they're taping each time. But, <clears throat> but getting back to Don, just wanted to bring that out there just for something that was kind of current with news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Yeah, but his prison thing when he this week when he came out, they hit the pose in the middle of the ramp, and it reminded me of Fast and the Furious. What I saw was Conan. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I it was just like he was trying, like so he's evolved from being you know Ray's son to being Eddie's son. Now he's just taking over Conan. <laughs> and like, I don't know about y'all timeline, but it's it's what I saw most of this week. You know, Sasha faded out. The toxic of the cell was still there, but it was Dom more than anything else that happened in wrestling. Like, I'm gonna see in Dom on my timeline. So I'm like, he's gaining traction. You either love it or you hate it. But either way, it's it's good publicity. I wish um he would have kept doing his prison promos. Like, I think just a week of that was too quick. Mm-hmm. I think if they would have had a little more in it, it would have been a lot better. More and than while, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, more. Yeah, just not a one week deal, and then I'm back but, out, and I'm talking all this stuff, you know. And then again, that's what makes it funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the yeah, yeah, you were, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen Instagram, uh, Snapchat stories longer than your prison stand. Because <laughs> yeah, I think the mid said he goes, so yeah, I, I only heard you were in the holding cell for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had the pen on this one, I would have kept him doing the promos from prison, but I would have sent him down to the PC and work on his end ring. While he was there, so you know, give him like about a four to six week, you know, off screen of him being in prison, but he's actually doing work down the PC, not on NXT, but in the PC itself, getting work done. And and don't don't overdo it. You know, when you get creative, you gonna start putting too much in it. Like the Miz, put him with the Miz. I was like, this is gonna be hit or miss, and it was it was in between on that one for me. So I was like, you know, keep him doing backstage segments. 
limit the the uh, in-ring promos and just let them wrestle. Keep the skits going backstage or off-site, and it'll be gold. Okay. I I I actually enjoyed. You know, Dom talking, it he's supposed to be over the top, so I get that. You know, that's yeah. supposed to be an embellished yeah. story, so it's not yeah. like I'm sitting there taking, like, what he's trying to say at face value of, like, yeah. that's supposed to be the story. It's supposed to be embellished, you know, because he goes from being Dom-Dom to trying to be a hard-ass, and it's just like, <laughs> like, this is how they're trying to build it up. Um, but I enjoyed The Miz. The Miz cracked me up because, you know, like I said with Ty, as soon as he comes out, I'm looking at him going like why is he dressed up like conan you know like why is he trying to be part of the latino world order here but then like then he's telling the stories and the miz goes you know next thing i know you're gonna be talking about eating gruel and i uh, seen the dementors in prison i was like oh it's prison bike like it's from, from the office i was like that's exactly what i what i was thinking of with it too and it's just like it was just i actually enjoyed the miz just playing off of that like i thought it for me at least it made it more entertaining mm-hmm. but you know, like, and as soon as he said that, it was, uh, I saw, like, Finn and um, Damien, like, stick up for him, you know, like, against the Miz, too. So, mm-hmm. like, they were, like, Nandi, like, like, almost, like, went through hard times, you know, like, no, like, this is, this is a real story, mm-hmm. like, he's going through hard times, but. And that started to bring me around on Judgment Day okay. a lot, yeah. It, but it they really were supposed did. to be a serious group, so is mm-hmm. this, are they going to be viewed as serious, or are they going to be more comedic now? I to get, me, I, I, Monday was comedic. I get Ben more serious, but he's the yeah, he's the entertainment yeah, he's aspect the, of the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't should be the next Tuventude. <laughs> we call himself the sauce instead of the juice. <laughs> <laughs> then that also plays into them coming around to being number one contenders for the tag matches. Yeah. Or for the tag team titles. So mm-hmm. which I'm definitely interested in. Yeah. Something different. And, and I, like, I was like, please don't be the street profits. As much as I love to see him that that match, I don't need the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like the stare off that they had at the end until Priest did his little Hogan. Yeah. And then once he did that, it killed the whole moment. He's he's my guy that gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> or keep him in ring, don't say nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, you guys know me on Priest, so I put him up there with Baron Corbin. So punishment, Martinez. Yeah, <laughs> Puerto Rican Corbin. That's, that's all he is. Like, like copy and paste. That's all he is. Like, does nothing yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So I'm coming around on Judgment Day and and Dawn. So look mm-hmm. at that, a win for WWE for me. <laughs> <laughs> Donald, you had mentioned to me last night that you texted that, you know, Ray's going in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I see this as the start of Ray and Dom. Do you guys see that too with Ray going and being announcing that he's in the Rumble? Mm, only if Dom is in the Rumble. If Dom is not in the Rumble, I don't know if he is or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if he's, if even if he's not, someone from Judgment Day will be in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he'll be yeah. there like to interact, but yeah, to me, only if Dominic is in the rumble, then they should play that story with Dom and Ray. Because okay. mm-hmm. you know, that's how uh, because that's how feuds are built, yeah, in the rumble. And then you might get the best out of Dom working with someone familiar or familiar, mm-hmm. possibly. 
Yeah. I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. I mean, if there is somebody for him to go in the ring with one on one, it is his father. Yeah. You know. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like if if you and your father can't have a good match, you know, because he's the one that's trained you this whole time. You know, like I I I'd be surprised. Like to me, that'll show what can he do. But it will Ray will Ray put him over more in the match than anything? Like that that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. If it happens, I'm expecting it to happen for WrestleMania, but okay. we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anything else on Dom? Nope. Mm. Okay. Uh, moving next down the line. These aren't in any specific order, guys. So don't think that we're ranking them along mm-hmm. along the way with this. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Why we pretend to like Dom?" I'm not going to sit there and pretend that I like Dom, but at least the segment was entertaining this past week. Um, we'll we'll do uh, Impact last night had Hard to Kill, their their first pay per view of the year. Decent event. I watched it start to finish. Um, things I like, things I didn't like. The two I matches that. that I went in expecting to like are the only two matches that I really enjoyed. Which two um, of those? And that was the opening match was for the Impact World Championship. Uh, Josh Alexander and Bully Ray. And that ended up being in a full metal mayhem match. So like they're like TLC on steroids in a way for them. I tuned in to see Thumbtacks and turned it off. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I came back around later in the show though. (laughs) Josh was actually on my list of people that I was bringing up because for me, and I don't want to go too much into this. um, It was just, another level of Josh Alexander that I hadn't seen before. So just, he just keeps getting better and better. Here he is longest reigning impact world champion. And we were debating whether or not he was going to have to drop the title. Cause now he hit that milestone, you know, just to freshen it up. And he added something to freshen up his character, mm-hmm. not saying he'll go hardcore all the time, but now it's just like, Hey, he can go hardcore. Yeah. And I don't watch impact consistent enough. To know if he's ever had that type of match in the past, maybe he has, but, for the first time that I watched it with him, him, the Bully Ray story was good. And that was actually my match of the night for that card. Yep. And it was the opening contest. Um, main event, which when they announced that was going to go on first, everybody just was like, okay, Mickey's main eventing. So looked like everybody, I, at least I thought, and everybody online seemed to think Mickey was going to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mickey ended up beating Jordan Grace last night for the Impact Championship. So Mickey's now the champ. When I see um, Victoria's face, I was like, yeah, she's she's done. Like yeah. they, they cut the Victoria. She was balling already. I'm yeah, like, he's done. But then, hmm. yeah, Victoria was there. They were doing some backstage stuff with her. Mickey's family was in the front row, like in her son, and just like, okay, yeah, like I, that's this where I it. thought it was going. Mm-hmm. They they threw the Mark Henry swerve at all of us, but um, still got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought I thought she was just going to go in a different direction, but hey, she can still go. This isn't the first time they've played this angle with her, though. Like, they've uh-huh. done this a, cu- a couple times now about possibly retiring. And it's like, I don't want that overplayed. Mm-hmm. And especially because at some point, they're, she's going to have to retire. You know, whenever that is, who knows. But um, but good match. Mickey, like, Mickey getting that main event spot was cool. Um, and it was just cool to see. Just for her to show off, you know, what she can do. 
Mm-hmm. Jordan, on the other hand, has always impressed me as well. Yes. You know, there there is no doubt, no doubt in my mind that she should be in the main event spot. And she's just worked on her physique for like she was always like built and just could just dominate everybody. And now she's just like like chiseled and built mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. it's just she could easily be like um uh, what's her name? Not Deanna. Um, Tessa. She could be the next Tessa where I think that Jordan could be going after like Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship. Okay. Well, yeah, they did that with Tessa there for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was Sammy Callahan that she beat for the Impact World Championship, but I could easily see Jordan doing that. Yeah. She has, yeah. She has the look, she has the in-ring talent, and she has the strength to do it. So. so does that mean a horror country going to make another appearance at the rumble this year? I thought about that last night too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Know. Swan song. Yeah. But I mean, Hey, she, Mickey had a good 2022, you know, and starting off 2023. Well, so you had to, I don't know, maybe she does return. Mm-hmm. You know, has hey. the, they put the title on her just to, to do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. And with WWE, anything's in play right now. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I mean, hey, we don't know the backstage politics with that from last year. You know, so if they felt, if both, if all sides felt that it went over well, I could see it happening again. Mm-hmm. You know, what's Triple H always say? If it's best for business, right? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. all right, uh, Donald, uh, you want to go over your next one? Uh, yeah. Takeshita? Yep. Danielson and Takeshita? Very good match. Um, I said that Takeshita was going to be my breakout star this year, and already he looks like he is going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my, uh, great match. My only gripe on him is he is losing to all the stars right now. So yeah, that, Dante Martin. yeah, so that's reminding me of Dante Martin, how okay. the announcers and the crowd and all that stuff gets him all hyped up and he's doing nothing but losing. I mean, what is he gonna gonna go through growing pains? Is he gonna get forgot about like Dante Martin? Like he is, because every time Dante Martin fights, the crowd is into it. Mm-hmm. Many announcers are hyping him up. Oh my god, this is the next potential person, you know, wrestler here. He got all the potential in the world and all that stuff, but he just loses. I don't yeah. think he's won on TV yet. <laughs> you don't think he's won on TV yet? Is that what you said? Yeah. Takeshi? Mm-hmm. No, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't do even know what his record is. I'm sure he got a lot of like elevation and dark wins, but on mm-hmm, TV, yeah. nothing. I don't want him to be the next. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be a, the, the, the main event stepping stone. Yes. The one people go through. Like the Shaw Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like that. Because the man, like, <laughs> I don't want to sit here and, and be like like the AEW announcers and <laughs> and just hype up the potential. Yes, we we all see it's there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we saw mm-hmm. all in person and like again, don't need to keep comparing to Dante Martin, but that's where I'm seeing this trend going with him. Yeah. You know, until. <laughs> 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 I 
It's like it's not going to be anything until like all the Hogan's are out of there. Everybody who potentially could get the title, Danielson, Cole, everybody who gets their turn with the belt, is he ever going to be something? Mm. It just seemed like there's a line for the title. And, and, and Tony said that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That, you know, like, what was it like? I think probably the second or third champion. I don't, I don't remember if it was with Jericho or not Jericho with uh, Moxley or if it was with um, Hangman. He was saying, you know, like, oh, I have, you know, I had these penciled in already, you know, far in advance. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. So if that, my guess is there probably is a line for the title, like a li- literal line for the title. Mm-hmm. And you had Adam Cole return this week, and you know he's throwing his shot out for the title. And I want to, yeah. you know, I want to see him have the title. You know, I, I want to see him be that guy. But you know, Adam Cole's a heel. MJF is a heel. You know, so where does that fit in right now? You know, mm. oh, they're waiting for the reunion to come back, uh, Mister Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so he becomes a three-time champ. <laughs> 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 that has to put over Adam. Don't don't be surprised. <laughs> don't be surprised. <laughs> we already have one three time champ, so <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. But Takesha looked very, very good this week. Very good. There's not much I can say about it, except that I'm seeing trending down this line. That I see y'all, the young talent. Who gets hyped up is going down in that promotion. Yeah. I don't think Roman is a Hogan. <laughs> I don't think he's pulling the strings backstage. <laughs> but he's going through all the talent like a Hogan. He is. <laughs> I, I, Dave, you can clarify that if you want to. That's where I see it, where Dave's comments going is more than mm-hmm. he's going through the talent, more than yeah. you know, the backstage pool. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's interesting. I mean, I like I don't didn't hate that Danielson beat him. But no, because that's how the story had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how the story but, had to go. But still, he is well, a yeah. stone. You try to see him in that role. Yes. Yeah. Do you have to have Danielson go through big names each week just to be stepping stones, or can he go? Can he have? a gun club member, you know, or something like that. Some, yeah, you know, going in, he's going to beat them. Yeah. But doesn't mean they can't have a good match. Not saying that wasn't the best example of somebody, but I just wanted to compare somebody that you know, that Danielson would beat in there. Mm -hmm. But they have to make it believable. Yeah. And I mean, I thought going in, granted, I'd, pretty much assumed Dan- Daniel was going to win the match, but I also thought uh, that there was a chance that uh, Takashita could could go over as well. And then you started him off, I mean, not big, with, some, with somebody hot. You could have started him off with a Morrissey for me. <laughs> it's not going Belt. I don't want him to go for the belt right away. Just to I just win. Wanna, yeah, I just want him just to win something on TV. I just don't want him like, you know, if he goes against Moxley, you already know the result for that. Or he goes up against like a Kenny Omega, you already know the result of that. 
because everybody's face has been main event players, except for I want, except for Lethal, and he's he's lost them all. <laughs> I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be satisfied with the promotion until they start pushing the young talent. I don't think that's what Dave said, but (laughs) (laughs) that's what it is. Just like Chris said, they already have a line of people who they want for the title. So that's not pushing young talent. Put them in the TNT mix. (laughs) I mean, MJF is. Yes. Yes, Dave. MJF is young talent. That's the first time they did something right with the belt. Except putting on Jericho in the beginning. And he's going to lose it too. Adam, you don't think Kingman was the right call? Hangman? Yeah. Yeah, for the story. Okay. For the yeah, for the story at the time, but I mean he was in line for I mean he was gonna be in line for the title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, like yeah. Omega was gonna be in line for the title. So to me, that's not pushing people. Yeah. That's already solidified. MJF with his with everything that was going on, they probably had to pull everything quick. <laughs> or Orange Cassidy should not be in the position he's in. Darby? Yes, Darby, I believe so. They haven't did anything with him. Darby should stay where he's at. TNT range. (sighs) Yes, but change it up a bit. I mean, yes. But they have so much talent that they need to go back to Darby. They didn't need to. Yeah. like The TNT title got stale, and I think that's why they put it back on Darby. Mm-hmm. Because they knew that he was going to be a decent champion for that. Because honestly, for a lot of 2022, I didn't really give a shit about the TNT title other than Wardlow. They cooled him down, though. Yeah. I was on them. Like once he got it. And then. Yeah, once yeah. he got it. Yeah, they cooled him off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think Darby will breathe some life into it. But again, Orange Cassidy, this is probably the worst I've, I've enjoyed Orange Cassidy since. Early on in the company, his this whole mid Atlantic title range. I think this has done absolutely nothing other than cool down that that belt, a belt that I didn't even think was needed in the company. But like, it's just orange. He's done nothing for me since he's had that belt. As you guys know, I'm not a believer in Orange Cassidy at all. Yeah. I'm over that gimmick. Everybody he wrestles, they carry him. Was it defended this week? No. No. Next, it's it's yeah. next week. Next week against uh, Jay Lethal. Okay. Okay. Uh, last up, we got... Jason, I don't think... I think you said that you didn't watch this. Um, last night on Rampage, we had Ruby and Willow versus uh, Anna Jay and Ty. Yeah, I watched. In a street yeah. fight. I watched. And, <laughs> Good match. Uh, I think every. I think from what I read online, everybody was saying because it was taped Wednesday after Dynamite that the crowd was really into it. The crowd seemed into it last night while watching it. Um, I mean, this isn't the first time Ty and Anna and Jay were in this type of situation, but I really enjoyed the match. <clears throat> The blow took me out of it. Oh. <laughs> um, 
I enjoyed the match. I did enjoy the match. But, you know, AEW does so many street fights, it's like enough's enough. But I enjoyed the match. I mean, hey, let the girls get a little – yeah, let them draw some blood and stuff too. Uh, tell me your guys' thoughts on this though. Did you feel that this was – because that match was supposed to be the payoff, right? Like out of this feud, like that mm -hmm. was supposed to end the feud. Was the feud really all that that they needed to have? Like that it was, it went to that match so quick. I felt it just kind of jumped to that match. Uh, the feud before between Ruby and and and, and uh, Mello. No, yeah, whoever broke our face deserved yeah. this, yeah. But just to throw the other two in it, yeah, didn't need to be. I was okay with it. I wish this was on Dynamite more than was Rampage. That would have been a good match for Dynamite. Yes. But they're really trying to get you to watch Rampage right now. I, th so. I think the my Dynamite was like like heavy loaded. Mm -hmm. And it took away because you had Hangman, you had Hangman and uh, Moxley, Daniel and Kushida, or Daniel and Takeshka. Oh, it didn't. Uh, game seven. Yeah, That's, yeah. I yeah, forgot yeah. about. I forgot yeah, about that. Turn, so yeah, give them, yeah, give them their own shine. <laughs> they could have flip flop main events for me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate that main event, but <laughs> it was just I seen it. The crowd was into that main Six event. Other times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the crowd gave it a fight forever. On, on Wednesday oh, night. Don't worry, they probably will fight forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seven matches in, they still want to keep going more. <laughs> but yeah, that was the, that was the only thing that I kind of thought last night. It's just like not to take away from the match, but just like did did we really need to jump into that? Like I didn't feel like. And granted, I'm not watching Rampage consistently enough, and I know I've missed some stuff, but like I just kind of felt like it jumped more into that. But I know I know they're really trying to. Get people to tune into Rampage. So I think if you have a match like that that everybody's talking that they enjoy, you know, hey, you got to watch Rampage next week. You don't know what you know. You don't know what the matches are going to be like. I think that's what they're trying to get. Mm -hmm. We'll just kind of have to wait and see on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but look, it was all good. And then, like Jason, when they pulled thumb, like when they pulled thumbtacks out, I'm like, thumbtacks is redundant. <laughs> All right, Ty and Dave, you guys need to start submitting these names to Freddie Prince, you know, for his promotion. <laughs> you know, I think he's looking for some characters. Mango Maurice. <laughs> dragon food, the dragon. Coconut crank. <laughs> Um, this week, there was three returns in the companies. Monday, we saw Bobby Lashley return on Raw after being out for a bit. Uh, Wednesday, we saw Adam Cole return to AEW after being out for a while. Um, and he went into all that in his promo. And then last night on uh, Hard to Kill Impact, uh, Frankie Kazarian no. officially announced that he's stick. He's going to be on Impact only. He's not going to be AEW and Impact like he's been. Thought you were gonna say PCO. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna try a little game out here called Push Berry Release. So push berry release, you have three talents. Adam Cole, 
Bobby Lashley, and Frankie Kazarian. Who wants to start? <clears throat> and in the comments, let us know who, what order you would do. Push Barry release of Adam Cole, Bobby Lashley, Frankie Kazarian. Damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I would release Frankie Kazarian. I know he was a great wrestler and that stuff, but the key word is was. So he's legend on the independent scene. You know how I feel with the old timers. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how I feel with the old timers. So release Kazarian. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a tough one. That's why I thought it would be a tough one because it's all three people that they're bringing back to try to do stuff with. You know. Mm -hmm. Is very Nathan said push Kazarian, Barry Cole, and release <laughs> with Bodie. Bobby. Yes, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a star in impact, but does that make a star? I because I do think that they are gonna put I don't think Kazarian's won a major title in any company that he's that he's been in. So it's like he's held the X Division a couple times in TNA and Impact, and he came back last year and won the, the X Division title. But I think this is definitely going to be a push in 2023 for them to to get him to the title. And whenever they were pushing him down in AEW, he was the elite hunter. As a single, and, yeah. Yeah, and the only elite person he beat was uh, Brandon Cutter. They, so how can you be the elite hunter and you knock off none of the stars? <laughs> not saying that there's anything wrong with that X Division title, title, Nate, but it's not the title in the company. You know, he's never, he didn't hold the AEW title. He didn't hold the Impact title. Um, never held the NWA <laughs> title. <laughs> Being the star middle school point guard is the equivalent of an impact top guy. <laughs> so, I will, yeah, yeah, I will have to push Bobby and Barry Cole. Okay, because yeah. uh, I, because I, I see more potential from Bobby than I do Cole. Adam Cole been Adam Cole everywhere. He needs a gimmick change for me. I like him, but it's just Adam Cole. Uh, I'm gonna go as much as I hate to say, uh, release Kazarian, uh, push Bobby because I, I need that hurt business reunion. And sorry, Cole, I just don't see you as a top guy in AEW. I don't. I'd like to see it, but I don't see it. A little worry. He's in the notebook of people listed in the line for the title. He is. <laughs> I definitely see it happening. Yeah. And depending um, on how it plays out, you got you got to look into believability. Steve's gonna watch this back and just be like, "I hate all of you because <laughs> <laughs> I'm also gonna release Kaz." <laughs> as much as I think that. 
you know, this is going to be his year to get that impact title. Like I was saying, but I, I think that just for this argument out of the three had his time. Um, I'm actually going to bury Bobby. I want, I'm, I want that hurt business. I, he was actually going to be part of my Mount Rushmore uh, mm-hmm. people to talk about because I want that hurt business reunion. I was, that was probably one of the things on raw that I enjoyed the most was that tease again. Um, but Bobby's been in so many different positions in WWE and in impact that no matter where you put him, he's just going to shine anyways, no matter what you do with him. So that's why I'm just putting Bobby there. Adam Cole returning on Wednesday was probably my highlight of the week for me because it actually felt like as much as I've been going down on impact uh, for a while now, it actually felt like excitement again for me. Like it just felt like the dynamite of old just seeing him again on TV. So it's just like, I think it was just one of those things that I've been missing. Like he was one of those people that I've been missing to, to watch every week on my TV. So mm-hmm. Donald, yes, even though he's probably in the notebook and definitely getting lined up for it, I'm going to push Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And it was truly a surprise with him coming back. Yeah. It, it was. Mm-hmm. I said, nothing. at least Kaz push Bobby, Barry Cole. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, nothing was leaked out or anything. It was just like, boom, it was like, yeah. oh, okay. Too, too bad I seen it on Twitter before I actually watched it. Oh, and okay. What I seen was like bad news for locker room. And then I'm like, well, I already know this speech is going to do nothing for me because I already know the outcome. <laughs> You're not going to pull the, the pink, the salmon pink coat on me. <laughs> pull the Mark Henry. So, oh, yeah, I didn't get that reference at first, but okay, I got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, other. That was everything that I had for Pushberry release. Um, a story that kind of came out yesterday was that um, Fox evaluated SmackDown. And it mm-hmm. seems like that they said that the investment doesn't match up for what SmackDown's been giving them in terms of ratings and everything. What were your guys' initial thoughts on that? And I can pull it up to kind of go into a little bit more um, detail on the whole situation. So uh, somebody at Fox is cooking the books with the ratings. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> so, so Morgan Stanley did analysis for Fox on SmackDown, felt that Fox couldn't justify the current price tag for SmackDown, which was a billion dollars over five years when they mm-hmm. they obtained the rights for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, so between Fox paid WWE for the 2020 to 2021 television season, Fox paid WWE $196.7 million for the show. And they, they're they claiming that Fox ended up with $134 million in losses off of that. Which, that's pretty big. Um, in the 2021 to 2022 television season, Fox paid $208.5 million, which I'm not sure why there's difference. It different, yeah. it mm-hmm. Even amounts over five years, but... Um, and they, they're claiming that there was $145 million in losses for that year. So, like a football contract. So, yeah, it doesn't look... Someone actually put on the comment when they posted it. Um, they could guess the tribal chief isn't the needle mover he thinks himself to be. I mean, you're the, you're the top show in wrestling. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a good one, Ty. That's <laughs> all those contracts they had for that show. Um, I think this comes at a horrible time for the WWE. Yeah, and what maybe this was Fox doing it just because of the potential sale to see if it was worth worthy of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they did it. Maybe if the sale wouldn't be coming up, maybe they wouldn't have done this. But I don't know what brought them to doing it. Um, I find it really interesting just the week that WWE's had. Um, you know that they've that this comes up and you know rumors of a sale and. I, we kind of brought up on, on Tuesday with Dave that, you know, I didn't think that Fox is a player because Fox doesn't have a streaming company to deal with. So I didn't mm-hmm. feel like Fox was definitely going to be a player. But now, for me, Fox is com- is going to be out altogether. Like, yeah. like, if TV deals are a thing this next round, like, if a sale doesn't happen or anything, and TV deals out to me, it's just like Fox is going to be like, nope, we're out. But then what do you what do you get if you buy it? Do you get everything? When you buy the company, or or depending on what they sell off, it could be it could be anything really. Mm-hmm. It could be you could sell off the whole company. Um, there could even be just uh, selling to somebody and having them just be the major majority investor of the company, mm-hmm. and you know other people. So it's not like everything could be sold. It, they're, they're they're saying they're open to all types of deals mm-hmm. to listen to all types of deals right now. So, but can you be I, losing money in TV but making money in the business as whole? But it isn't TV I mean, they're, where they're most of your revenue so coming? Much. Yeah, ahead, is it most of your revenue coming from TV for them? It would have to. Yeah, I mean they're getting paid no matter what. Yeah, you know, so they got paid the almost two hundred million those years. You know, so that's two hundred million right in their pocket for nothing. Fox is the one that's losing the money, claiming to be mm-hmm. losing the money. You know, so WWE doesn't care if Fox is losing the money; they're only going to care if Fox doesn't give them renegotiate. Yeah, yeah, renegotiate. Yeah, yeah. But I thought with like any type of company, you could sell off what you want to sell off. Mm-hmm. They are open to like even I think they said even to just selling their rights. You know, they just want they just feel that like this is the perfect time to to do anything you know like instead of just doing a normal tv deal if someone would want to come and buy the whole company they would be interested in buying the whole company with the tv deal because this last this last negotiation it was usa one nbc universal went to them and said hey we currently have ron smackdown we'll give you x amount of money you know for both shows again or we'll give you that same amount just for one show and that's whenever WWE was like, okay, we'll give you Raw for that amount. And then we'll sell off the rights for SmackDown. And that's when Fox came in with the money. So uh, is there is there any numbers on USA and Raw? Nothing that I've seen. Nothing that they want to put out there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's up to, who is it? USA, NBC Universal? Comcast, yeah. Com- Comcast to put that out there. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's SmackDown. Well, Depending, I guess, depending on what they pay for SmackDown, you don't know what, what you, you know, uh, what um, Comcast is paying for yeah. Raw. Yeah. Because yeah. the interesting thing for me is like, and I've said this before, don't get me wrong, like, it's great that SmackDown gets 2 million viewers on Fox. It's great. But they're only getting 2 million people to view in 
because of it being on Fox. Because when they go to FS1, they don't even reach a million people a lot of time. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so it's not like two million people are just clamoring to, to tune in. Because if two billion people wanted to watch it, they'd be tuning into FS1 too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also, um, you know, what people have to watch. You know, maybe people are in an area and they don't get cable or something and they're only watching, you know, network television. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I think this is. I don't know if it's going to hurt it in the long run, but I think this is definitely something that other companies are going to look at. You know, whenever these, whether a purchase is being brought up or TV rights are being negotiated, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be something that they're going to look at. That hey, it's just we we'll give you money, but we're not going to give you what Fox was giving you. Maybe Fox jumped the gun. <laughs> they might have. They might have seen more than what was expected. Yeah. And Fox only went this route because they didn't want to produce their own content for Friday night. They wanted to kind of slowly get out of content game, and they felt that this would be better to do was to pay somebody for content instead of making Create it. Yeah. So maybe Fox brings back a Friday night time slot instead of paying for content for tv regular show or something yeah or a sport or anything like that maybe they'll bring back empire (laughs) 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 we don't need that time we don't need that (laughs) i'll need to see dixie carter back again ever (laughs) Uh, something that I forgot to bring up before. Um, Jabroni of the week. So we, we gave you our best of the week. Now we're going to give you our least favorite of the week of the Jabroni of the week. Um, I think we all have different ones, so we'll just talk about all the different ones that we have. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Uh, my Jabroni of the week is the whole JS segment on Dynamite. Okay. I mean, uh, how many times is a whole group just going to come down here and celebrate something? Every week. <laughs> Every week. I'm, I mean, come on. Like, this has to be, like, with the inclusion of, like, the Inner Circle and the JAS, I mean, Jerrica had to have, like, at least 10. <laughs> at least 10 of some type of main, like, appreciation. Show, title fest. Title celebration, something, something. I mean, it gets to the point where it has to stop, and you can put younger talent on for a match or two. <laughs> um, I'm so over the JAS. <laughs> we'll get into this probably the next one, but do you think listening to the fans put Action Andretti into the storyline? Was it just supposed to be a loss and then that, or did they just overhype it and now you're saddled? Now, now uh, Ricky is saddled with a sidekick in the storyline. I'm not gonna lie, I almost asked you who the hell's Action Andretti. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who they, you know, it, well, you, you know, yeah. I think so. I think they did listen. For force their hand, and now you have, yeah. What's this Monday? Oh, God. 
You don't know who Monday is? Chris. Oh, Chris. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was going to be, uh, I thought he was talking about Raw for a second. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, yeah, because the only thing they just had to do was just have the match, was just have the match, Jericho lost, and just scrubbed it. Yeah. That's it. But they pulled a one, two, three kid moment and just kept rolling. Then our man's getting mic time. Yeah. I mean, he's getting, I mean, what, he saved Ricky? Did Ricky need to save him getting the beat down? I was like, come on, man. Just have Ricky just get beat down. The only thing he's good for was fireball to the face. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. That was it. <laughs> now, that's one thing I like Jericho doing is the fireballs to the face. <laughs> Don't need to overuse them, but yeah. Well, that was the first one in a while. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was good. So yeah. So that's my jabroni of the week. Okay. That whole set. Jason. Well, then to switch it up, so we're not doing both both the same. We'll go with the second rope in NXT. Okay. It was these. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going wrong since uh, Vince came back, but props just are all working like they used to. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> play that one on Vince, huh? <laughs> Scarlet's uh, Scarlet's uh, car didn't light up last night. It was supposed oh, to catch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you just saw the spark, and that was it. <laughs> the top rope break before it's supposed to break in the main event, ma- or not the main event, but in the title match. <laughs> <laughs> they still going hard on Saturday nights. Yeah, but I, I what uh, was the first one supposed to be legit? No, or, or I think the last one was supposed to be legit. The first one, not. Yeah, the first one, not. Okay, because you can see. I mean, you normally don't get the the uh, that on hand staff out there fixing the rope in the middle of a match. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's when you just cut the commercial break. <laughs> TV timeout. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, they worked through it and played it off great, but yeah, they did. The one. Yeah. They so did I see that they're now going to fight in a steel cage match at Vengeance Day. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I see people that- shitting on it because you know they say it's a Vince move, but it's just building to another match. That's all. Mm. Just a crazy it's way not- to build to another match. That's. I don't know how I feel about this because I'm not a I'm not a Waller fan. Oh, like, I, I am. He he sold me as the best thing in NXT right now really? on the male side. Yes, I am it's hands like, down a Grayson Waller fan. I don't tune in every week, but like whenever I tune in, he just he still doesn't do it for me. But at the same you're time, you're probably watching the uh, you're probably watching the Waller effect. <laughs> Your talk show is terrible. Yeah, the talk show is terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, I when was the last event? Um, he carried Braun. Yeah. What, was, what was their last event? It was, was the. Uh, hmm? Was that in December? Or? The, deadline. Like the deadline. Yeah. Deadline. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah, he didn't do anything for me at deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Not when he uh, came in and did his finisher right off the bat off two people. Yeah. Oh, come on. I was born. Oh, deadline made everybody look good, even Axiom. Go. <laughs> I got to agree with the uh, Tycoon. God damn it, it's Mellow, then Waller. <laughs> See? I'll no, I'm reverse. No, I'm, I'm, I'm Waller, then Mellow. Now. Before mm-hmm. not, but now I'm. Waller has the mic skills, Mellow doesn't. 
but I'll take Melo in ring yeah. over Waller. Because I, and I think it's been just a slow build for Melo. You know, like I, I mean, felt like he should have been in main event position a lot oh, longer. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that, that, that's where this comes into play because it's like you're stretching this out for another match and then that's yeah. pushing Melo back further unless yeah. he just gets called up, which I'd rather see him with a title run than get called yeah. up. Yeah, I agree. Unless they just have broad Barry Waller in this cage match and then it's Melo's turn for uh, staying in the liver during WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how I'm seeing things play yeah. out. Yeah, I'm that right now I'm expecting Mello to get the title stand and deliver to Donald. Yeah. Okay. We'll wait and see. Because unfortunately, and we'll see if it happens or not, but I, I just I just worry about a lot of talent right now with this potential sale. If they're not gonna just if somebody comes for you know, it looks like a sale's definitely gonna happen, but they don't just one day just start releasing a bunch of talent again. Um, so like that that's it that's the only thing that's worrying me right now with the company is you know where's tv gonna go this year if they start releasing people again <laughs> Dave, i would definitely be okay if if you bought the movie can i be a writer can i be a writer, be a writer please he doesn't like storytelling <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get a match after match after match <laughs> Just remember your boys, the dumb marks, and yeah, we could be your story. Yeah, yeah, we could be your writers. <laughs> you got, you got what? Uh, five shows, so and we can each have a show. Like we're watching right. local indie talent. <laughs> and my Jason, me and you kind of agreed on this one. Yeah. Uh, Jabroni of the week for me was wrestling Twitter. Yeah, you, you got the Saudi Arabia sale wrong, and you got Mercedes Monet going to AEW wrong. It's like you guys overhyped so much this week, and just got so let down at the same time. Like within 24 hours of everything, Grand Mercedes was a little bit longer. That was kind of going for a couple weeks now, but. Mm-hmm. Just like it's wrestling Twitter is just an awful place. <laughs> wrestling fans in general. Yeah. Did, did you see the reactions when she didn't come out? In AEW? No. Yeah. I heard they posted those in line, like, after the after the match, it went black and they were expecting Mercedes to come out, and then it popped up a rampage promo and the fans started booing. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself. Yeah. Everybody wants to be in the know and not be surprised anymore. And everybody, was, everybody was trying to say uh Britt did it last week. She said boss at one point. It's just like <laughs> So she said boss. Yeah. <laughs> like what did they do other than that to, to And why would you give a ticket for somebody who's already in the company? <laughs> Save a ticket. <laughs> it's because uh everybody was right on Cody Rhodes going to WrestleMania last year, so yeah. <laughs> Everybody hit that on the dots so. of <laughs> everybody's the Dave Melter or Adam Schefter. <laughs> the breaking news. Nobody wants to be surprised anymore. Everybody just wants to be right. Yeah, exactly. And they want to be that guy that says, and goes, we called it. We mm-hmm. called it. And it's just like, no, like no one's following you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not calling it whenever. <laughs> That's all I had on my list. You guys got anything 
No, nothing more. No, yeah, keep going on fans. Yeah, yeah, I uh, <laughs> whenever uh, MJF was running down uh, uh, Freddie Prince, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so is Freddie Prince not going to do his company? Is uh, he just going to? Is Tony Khan just going to buy him out and bring him in? And <laughs> I'm surprised he's not writing for them right now. I was going to say <laughs> Freddie Prince can write Ring of Honor. You know, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I will too. Get that Freddie Prince twist again. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this week they did announce that uh, Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor is coming back. It's going to be WrestleMania weekend again. It'll be Friday, March 31st. Did it say uh, where? Hollywood. It'll be, yeah, it'll be in. <laughs> Everything will be in LA again. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Yeah. <laughs> but I got um, a ton of venues out there. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know if they said the venue. I mean, I'll look that up. But the the cool thing that they did bring up was um, it looks like it's going to be Ring of Honor talent, AEW talent, and New Japan talent for that event. So it could be that true super card. You know, live up to the name. I'm okay with the New Japan talent coming over. I just don't want to use that badly that they were using Forbidden Door. Yeah. It says the Galen Center. I don't know where, what that is. So, Yeah. That's the only thing I don't want. Because they were used terribly during Forbidden Door. <laughs> Remember, there's no tailgate in the sofa, so. No. Mm-mm. No, for the college, yeah, for the college uh, national championship, they said no tailgating at all. Do they allow for NFL? I don't know. I don't think so. I seen fans were pissed. I'm like, just go in the game and watch the game. That's it. Fuck just buy, <laughs> just buy the beer there. That's all what it is. Mm-hmm. Their, their fifteen dollar beer. Was yeah. that the one where it was. That's just buy the beer there. <laughs> I never truly got tailgating. It's pointless to me. <clears throat> Drinking, man. Day drinking. That's all it is. Probably person who doesn't drink. As you say, people like to day drink. <laughs> <laughs> so at that supercard match, would you see um, Omega and uh, who's it, Osprey again? Or oh, I'm not. I don't know if we'll get that, but you'll hold that off to Dominion, probably. No. Yeah, I don't we'll know if we'll that see for that, that or or event. Like you might see. Um, I don't think you're gonna see like Rainmaker or. Oka- like Tanahashi or anything like that, but you know, maybe you'll get like a super junior or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe, um, maybe Tonga, maybe he'll show up. Okay. You're getting a man who's just on a world tour, old dude with the black boots. Oh, uh, Suzuki. Yeah, you get him in every match. Yeah. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> Yeah, there's some talent that, that likes to travel, so. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know what's going on yet with Ring of Honor and Strong, so we'll see where that goes. If anything happens before the pay-per-view. Maybe the pay-per-view will be the launch, but I would rather see some build-up before. Oh, build-up? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm asking too much. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, anything else? 
Okay. We'll wrap it up. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 118 of the Dumb Marks podcast. If this was your first episode, welcome, and we hope that you keep tuning in. And if you're a recurring listener, we appreciate your support every single week. Uh, please, if you uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please do us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to us. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in our show as well. And also feel free to let us know what topics you want us to cover in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments, social media, or email us at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. And if you're watching this right now, that you see all our social media accounts on the screen. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment um, on all our social media accounts and always keep the conversation going. And hey, we always got to plug that merch. So got to head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash dumbmarkspod to purchase our brand new logo merch. And when you do, we'll give you a shout out on air. And guys, I think that's all that I had. So, um, I mean, Grand, if, I know that was a lot to take in one time. So if, <laughs> if you didn't catch anything, head over to dumbmarkspod.com for all the links and more. But you guys got anything else for final thoughts? We, we, we got a quote? I don't have a quote. You got one? It's right on the shirt. <laughs> Where the white women at? <laughs> and with that being said, I'm Mark. You're Mark Telemark. Until next time, we'll catch you around the way.